Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome aboard, Sea of Friends, your weekly Sea of Thieves voyage. I'm Last Call for Lunch. I'm Miss Lunch Lady. I'm Darkest Warhawk. And today we're talking all about Sea of Thieves, a Pirate's Life update. I don't know about you guys, but I am super stoked. <laughs> so stoked. I haven't been this excited for a video game since like the week before Sea of Thieves launched. <laughs> I just love seeing you this excited. And not in a million years that I ever think this would be a thing so pirates of the caribbean coming to sea of thieves it really seems like such a natural pair it really does i mean jack sparrow let's bring it i mean he's he is the og pirate that we're all used to and have grown up with it's true and i i like so during the e3 presentation like the sea of thieves trailer started i was like oh sweet they are showing something for sea of thieves and uh, there was a lot going on at my house, so I didn't really hear the music at the beginning. Like the Yoho Yoho Pirates Life for me. Um, and it wasn't until, even like they show, um, you know, Calypso. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, look, a new character. Cool. Like it didn't, again, the, the accent and the voice didn't dawn on me. And then they go down and you see like a character in a cage wagging a stick at a dog who has keys in his mouth and again my first thought was hey it's just like pirates of the caribbean like it's just like the movie like it's an homage and then he spoke and i lost my shit <laughs> and he started crying i cried i bawled no i didn't i stood i stood there with my mouth agape and my hands over my head <laughs> Now, it, it was a perfect introduction because that whistle, I mean, you don't even have to see the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Um, as Obviously, as you know, that's that's built off of the, the ride, so to say, it, at Disney. So to just hear the whistle and then to your point, the transition into him wagging the bone, trying to get the dog's attention. And the dog gets scared just like in the movie and runs away and, and you see him standing there. It was, I was... I was dumbfounded myself. I had no idea that it was linking up with this. I don't think anybody saw this coming. Like, I don't think a single person, besides the people who were working on it, knew this was happening. And if anyone says, if anyone says they knew, they're a liar. 
<laughs> like if you had put if you had something to put money on in 2021, it was not that Pirates of the Caribbean was teaming up with Sea of Thieves. Yeah. No, 100%. But it's a it's a great segue for it. I mean, it's a great way to extend maybe the tall tales or whatnot. It's a great way to just as as we've all talked about it reignite this franchise. Crazy thing going on 3 years and there is still the same excitement, you know, as you mentioned, lunch uh, at the beginning, like when it first launched, it's it's that whole excitement gone, you know, come back. I mean, looking on and logging on myself, the servers are full again and, and people are, are out and having fun. So it's exciting to see what it's going to bring. That's awesome. And it's and you you see, especially if you you hang out in the, the community and follow the community like there, everyone is just so excited. Well, I'm not going to say everyone because there are a lot of people on the forums who are like, F this. What? That makes no sense to me. That blows my mind. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, it, if you haven't heard, saw, saw, if you haven't heard it yet, check out episode one, being discouraged. But that <laughs> that is not something that you know I would expect either. I mean, this, this is something that we all kind of know and love and know the story. But how Sea of Thieves brings it out and and remakes it within the game, I think it's going to be truly incredible. So for the naysayers out there, I mean. I guess just wait and see what it has to offer and you know let's see if you say nay then yeah it's well, one of my favorite games or it is my favorite game not one of my this is my all-time favorite games you thieves um and one of my favorite franchises like i probably watch what like pirates are coming like once a month oh yeah easily <laughs> but but i also really do feel like this is a natural pair i mean and it and they have said from the beginning that they took a lot of inspiration from pirates of the caribbean so i think it it lends itself to this this pairing this mashup really well it's not just like a side quest or a side thing like it's now officially part of the world of sea of thieves going forward now whether they continue with a lot of pirates of the caribbean stuff or it's just like a one-off thing but now you know the worlds are connected you know um and then the one thing i, I was telling i told bill this earlier today our characters, our virtual selves, are now part of the Pirates of the Caribbean universe. Oh my god. Right? Mind blown. What? I could be. Captain Lunch could be in Pirates of the Caribbean 10. <laughs> the, lunch the Knights of the Lunch Table <laughs> show up in Pirates of the Caribbean 23. I love it. I mean, if you were waiting for the opportune moment, <laughs> Savvy, I had to. I had to say it. He just sneaks it in there. Love it. It was good. It worked. It fit. <laughs> so I wanted to read some things off um, about about this crossover. And this is from the YouTube uh, announcement trailer on the Sea of Thieves uh, page. This is the description. Split across five incredible tall tales packed with secrets and side quests. Sea of Thieves, A Pirate's Life sees Captain Jack Sparrow sailing in from beyond the horizon to sweep players into an epic new adventure. Free Jack from his prison and witness the power of the world's greatest pirate treasure, which he just so happens to have stolen, before joining him on an unforgettable quest to stop dark forces from dominating the pirate paradise. 
this loving crafted story will be available to play alone or with a crew and will be a free update for all players with the arrival of sea of thieves season three on june 22nd and so not only was it like here's here's an announcement here's what we're going to show you the big one like the biggest update since the year one anniversary update but it's coming next week <laughs> yeah it's crazy to believe it's a week away and they just announced it i mean usually again on these e3 updates and you know i think xbox bethesda's done such a great job um you know all, all their stuff is coming out relatively soon you've seen a few things coming out 2022 but you know this is is happening now and a lot of their other things are happening right in line and i just it's just incredible that they're already have it done they've been working on it and here it is right away. The excitement doesn't have to build over. It's not like Christmas is a month away. It's it's in a week, and we're we're so close to it. And and to know that this has been going on the whole time, like, you know, this has been going on. They've been working on this. Like, it's so sneaky. Yeah, uh, a few hours after the announcement, Joe Neat, who's like the executive producer on the game, posted a picture on Twitter of Mike Chapman, who's the game director. Uh, from the day they pitched the idea to Disney, which was January of 2020. And then in an article, they said they actually had this idea and brought it to one of like the guys who like runs Pixar Disney games right after E3 2019. So they've been working on this for a long time. Yeah, and it's, it's genius. I mean, you think about how you can rebuild your, not, not even rebuild, but refresh your franchise without making another movie necessarily, which could be coming. I don't know. Disney uh, hit me up, but it's, <laughs> it's that. And, and now you can also broaden out your, your audience with this um, in a new captivating way. And I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I hope that it invigorates fans of the movies to, to maybe try this game if they're fans of the movies, but like don't play sea of thieves. I hope that they, they try it. And can we talk about too how it's free? It's it's right. free update for everybody that has it. Like Rare has done such a great job with Sea of Thieves and, and bringing it out and truly building upon it. I mean, how many games can you say that you've played over a three year time and, and constantly played it? Um, that's that's incredible. I mean, I've only been in the game now for a couple months, but just to just to think about other people that can still enjoy this i was so kind of upset that i haven't known this game you know for the entirety of it because it just sucks you in when you get in there and i i also want to point out that their updates have been free for like a year and a half before they added a microtransaction store so not once did they ever charge anybody for anything content wise that they added yeah, hats off to you, Rare. So later that later that day, there was an article uh, posted on Variety where they had talked to um, like Joni and Mike Chapman and Craig Duncan and stuff a few days prior, and they showed them a bunch of stuff and told them a lot of a lot of things about the game. And there are a few things that like stuck out to me. Uh, one of the things is. Ever since the uh, uh, the trailer, a lot of people have been asking, like, is that Giant Depp? Is Giant Depp doing the voice of Jack Sparrow? I knew this before I read the article, but no, Jack, Giant Depp has never done any of the voice acting for Jack Sparrow outside of like outside the movies. So like any of the video games or anything like that, that's never been that's never been Giant Depp. Um, but the guy that plays Gibbs in the movie, 
is Gibbs that's and the him? Sea of Thieves. Yeah, that is him. I say that that one was pretty spot on. I think the Jack Sparrow voice was was pretty spot on too, but that Gibbs voice and then to see him in the in the trailer as well, I'm pretty exciting again just how they're bringing it all together. And the there were one of the things they were saying was um that they actually brought on like Johnny Depp's main uh, stunt double for Pirates of the Caribbean uh to actually like get the swagger and the movements and everything down just right and like you know what would what would Jack Sparrow do in this situation how would he hold you know present himself how would he stand how would he walk how would he move that that's that's really cool definitely i mean they're they're obviously taking it seriously and they're they're partnering in with disney i mean they've got to they've got to close all the all the books on it so i i i'm i'm excited to even know that i didn't know that before and just to see and, and see how that you know goes into the video game itself is going to be interesting and again bring back that nostalgia a little bit about the series well and it's exciting to see that disney really like respects sea of thieves like they're they're putting their all behind this too they're not just like you know how sometimes you would see, like, you see movies, like, that go straight to VHS and they're, or, well, VHS, that shows my age, um, straight to I'm DVD. <laughs> uh, and there's just, like, not as much effort put into it. Like, I feel like that could easily have been this crossover, and it's not. Well, one of the things they asked the, the like, Disney in the Variety article was, like, why not just make a new Pirates of the Caribbean game? And I think they were, like, there there are a bunch of, there are pirate games out there. There are bad pirate games and there are good pirate games. I see if these are one of the best pirate games. Why would we want to try to beat that? Why not just join in on that? But I could see where Disney would be hesitant, though, because, like, then the lore of the films has to match up with the lore of the game. Um, and I know that they're working, they've worked really hard to integrate the two. Yeah, they, they have, like, Disney writers and stuff have worked with them to, to craft this story to make sure it is true to the world of Pirates of the Caribbean. It's not, you know, and the characters of these movies that we love so much, but also, you know, true to the world that Rare has been building for the past three years. I'm very, I, I can't, like, that's all I've been thinking about. <laughs> like, uh, the guy who sits near me at work. He walked in yesterday and I was like, did you see the E3 showcase? And he was like, no, but I'm sure you're about to talk about Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I get it. It's super exciting. I, <sighs> I can't wait until next Tuesday. But I also think it's going to be a shit show on the seas. Um, so that's, thank, thankfully, I will be at work uh, when the servers go live and the update happens. So I won't have to, de hopefully we won't have to deal with the servers crashing and all this. Yeah, I'll be I'll be watching a famous streamer hopefully during that time to see what yeah. what it's all about. But at the same time, I also don't want necessarily spoilers. I want to enjoy the moment, so maybe I won't and just watch it and play with you guys. I yeah. don't I don't think I'm gonna watch that day. Like I I want to I want to see it as soon as I can. But I also I also want to go in blind and just just experience it. Yeah, I don't think I can watch I especially if like we don't i i don't know if we know yet that the enemies are um secluded just to the the tall tales or if these new enemies are in the the free gameplay you know what i mean like the open mm. part of the game mm -hmm. so if the enemies are just in the tall tales and streamers go out and start tall tailing it up on tuesday i don't want to i don't want spoilers for the tall tales 
Yeah, me neither. That's like that's what I want to do. I want to get in there. I want to start that first tall tale. And and just uh, you know hang out with Jack Sparrow because that's another thing. The, that's another thing. You had mentioned this before we hit record, Bill, about like what could be going on and you know will he be popping up here and there and just being a guide for us. This is a, this is from the Variety article. He will be on your ship, part of the crew. Wow. Part of the crew. Let's Jack go. Sparrow's gonna be That's taking. Insane. He's gonna be taking orders from lunch. <laughs> Do you think this is gonna bring a lot of? I think this is gonna bring a lot of new players to the game. People who have like really haven't had any interest but love the movies are gonna now give it a shot. And I, I also know this because uh, I, I, there's a group text um, with a few friends that I haven't you know that I've used to play with and stuff, and and he was just. Uh, saying things that were like oh this just got showed at the the presentation this just got shown and after the see at these one he was like i might have to jump back in see so we're i guess it sounds like then not to put this in there but drop right here maybe y'all if you need to check it out the game last call for lunch might be streaming next week and you might be able to get a little bit in there if you grab your popcorn this is true. Last call for lunch and the the nights of the lunch table. We will be live on Twitch playing the game. You only get to see my beautiful mug, but you'll get to hear their beautiful voices. We got to put the kid to bed early that night. Yeah, kid, you're going to bed the moment you get home from school. <laughs> Melatonin. Yeah. I promise I don't drug my kid. But that leaves an, another question I had. It was like, is it going to bring a lot of new players? And how many of those new players will stay? Because, like, my friend who said I might jump back in, I know he's not going to stay because if you don't like the the routine of the game itself, I don't think it's going to be enough to keep you after you do the Tall Tales. But here's the other thing about Tall Tales, right, is you have to do at least the first three to get free reign of the others, Correct. Uh, for for sure as a goal it was, but when they when they did the Heart of Fire was so like this the Seabound Soul and the Heart of Fire told one story, but you could do those any order you you could do the Heart of Fire first if you wanted to. Oh, you could. Okay, yeah. But maybe you can't. We don't know what a pirate's life, it, yeah. what order it's going to be in. So if somebody is new to the game and has to knock out certain other things before they can do a pirate's life. Um, that might keep people around a little bit longer. See, I don't think they would do that. I think that's just going to be like, if you want to, if, if you haven't done any tall tales, but you want to start with the pirate's life, I think they're just going to be like, start with the pirate's life. Even like, I'm assuming that's what the tall tale is called a pirate's life. Yeah, I think I agree. I think, I think it's a new book in that, in that, you know, whole tall tale theme, because to, to your point, you don't want to discourage people that get on just for this or check out the game just for this. And then they can't. So um, I, I, but I, I still think that, you know, if people are going to come in and stay, you know, I guess that does depend, you know, maybe I, this is not going to necessarily, I don't believe, I mean, change the game all around, right? You're going to have the tall tales and it's going to be exciting to, to follow that and, and be part of Jack Sparrow on his journey there. But I, I think that the game itself is going to obviously remain, um, after the tall tales and you can obviously hopefully replay them and everything of that. But the game's going to be still the game, so maybe it will just relight that fire within you to play. Um, but if you didn't, if you weren't a fan of it, I don't see it necessarily changing or altering the game altogether. I mean, new weapons, new enemies—you know—that could bring it. But uh, I think it's still going to be the same wonderful game that it has been. I hope we get some good rewards. 
Oh, there's going to be good rewards. Like I, I didn't. I, I watched the trailer quite a few times throughout the day, and then you know, towards the end of the day, we start relaxing, and that's when I showed Case the trailer, and she brought. I didn't even think about. It. She was like, "We better get that compass." And I was like, well, I didn't even think of the compass. Yes. <laughs> I didn't either. I was just thinking dreadlocks and, and the hat possibly, but the compass, yeah. And then or, I was. Or what if that's what we follow around in the tall tale? Because the compass doesn't show you north, south, east, and west. It shows you what you desire most. And not all treasure is silver and gold, mate. Oh, shit. <laughs> of everything that you saw in the trailer all the new stuff what are you the most excited about or what what excited you the most when you saw it in the trailer crab monsters <laughs> the ocean crawlers we've had the ocean crawlers set for a while weapons and ship you know now we're getting the actual ocean crawlers i want to fight one i want to see if they actually come bro through the the sand like it did and it popped out yeah, That's that cool. that looks like it'd be an interesting element. So, for for those that maybe have or just saw the trailer, there's two enemy types that that appeared at least to us. Well, maybe three, but two of the main ones are going to be the crab people and the mermaids. It looks like the mermaids are out for revenge for us stealing all of their their breaking their statues and taking their treasure, their their gems. So I blame those Duke. Are two. <laughs> Also, the the spectral. Oh yeah, ghosts. the the ghost pirates. But are they ghost pirates or pirate ghosts? <laughs> That's a South Park reference. The thing that blew my mind, the moment for me that like brought tears to my eyes, was seeing Davy Jones's ship come up out of the ocean. Oh my god! I for I was I even told myself like okay, you know next talk about Davy Jones, and then I went on a different tangent. I just lost my mind. I was like, because you watch it in the movies, right? You watch it in the theater, but like, you're never going to be closer than a movie screen to actually interacting with it. Shit, I've ridden the, both rides and you still aren't going to be like, I, I, I feel like this is actually going to be more interactive. This is going to be the most um, true to like, if I could be in a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, it's going to feel like it in this game. No, I agree. I'm, I'm going to have to attach a heart rate monitor myself and let you know <laughs> if I'm still alive because my heart beats when a Meg comes up or a Skelly ship. I can't imagine the drums or the music or what's going to happen when that when that hits. And I imagine it, if it's you know anything like the movies possibly uh, or even the trailer a little bit if you saw, it sounds like we're going to be in a storm and it's going to hit and your heart's going to drop and that... That glorious ship is just going to be coming out of the water, and you're going to be like, oh my goodness, here we go. And it's funny, because we kind of already have that moment, right? Like, the Skelly ships are obviously an homage to Davy Jones, uh, the Flying Dutchman. You know, the way the Skelly ships come out of the water when they spawn on you. But now we're going to have that with the actual Flying Dutchman. Right. It's it's going to be, I think, it's going to be incredible. Um, I, I, I'm i looking forward to just that, that first time remembering that feeling when, when it pierces the water. And you, you know that it's it's go time. There's no more stocking up, a 1055, anything of that nature. Like, you're in it, and it's time to go. And Jack Sparrow's on your ship. I can't, I can't wait, wait to stream this so I have our 
reactions. Yeah. yeah. Just forever. <laughs> yeah, thank thank goodness uh they, they saved those in the VODs and we can re- revisit that memory over and over again. Yeah. And hopefully I don't scream too much uh like like a girl. I think... But you're but the other thing is you're gonna cry. I'm gonna be crying the whole time. <laughs> So I think this is going to be the first stream where you shed tears. Are, yeah. I was going to say, are you going to become the chest of sorrows over here? Like, I'm not scooping your, your tears out of the I, boat. I am, dude. I will. Speaking of chest of sorrows, I saw a video the other day. I, I showed Casey. A dude made a working chest of sorrows for his garden outside. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. incredible. It's, it's pretty epic. But that was the, like, I'm still, like, I still can't get over, like, the fact that, like, I didn't see it coming 30 seconds in, I still didn't see it. And I feel like if I would have heard that music at the beginning, I would have known right away. But I was like, like me and me and the kid were watching Avatar, the James Cameron movie, not <laughs> The Last Airbender. And then I turned it off to start the E3 presentation. He was like, what are you doing? What The movie? And I was like, oh, we're going to watch this. This is where they show us all the new video games. And he was like, ooh, okay. And then Sea of Thieves, the word Sea of Thieves came on, and he was like, I thought you said new video games. <laughs> and so I was trying to explain to him, like, no, this is new for the Sea of Thieves. And I by then, him. the music had already gone by, and we were already into the trailer. So. Oh, my God. I love him so much. That's I thought you meant I thought you meant new video games. <laughs> come on, kid. Oh, my God. But here's, here's some other rewards I, I want to see. Like, they could obviously, they, I mean, if they put the Black Pearl in the Pirate Emporium, they would make a billion dollars, right? Like, everybody would buy the Black Pearl. That's a good point. That's a really good point, actually. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But I would like, you know how when you do the tall tale is you do it once, you get a reward, you do it, like, you get all the combinations, you get the second reward? There's five tall tales, five pieces of a ship. What if that's how you get the Black Pearl? First tall tale, you get the sails. And then the wheel, then the captain, then the cannons, then the hull. Oh, wait, there's a figurehead. That's six. Damn it. Maybe you do all the commendations for all of them. Then the, you'll get the figurehead. figurehead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that would be really cool. Or you know how they sell like you know how they sell like the costumes you know you like the the dark adventure not the dark adventure but the you know the, the costume the warsmith and all the warsmith oh yeah they could start selling Pirates of the Caribbean character costumes now all of a sudden you're sailing around as Barbosa you're sailing around as the guy with the wood the, the wooden eye you know he, I will Orlando, say though you're Orlando Bloom I almost said Orlando Jones but that would be nice too <laughs> walk around telling people to make seven up years. I um I will say though one flaw that I find in Sea of Thieves is the representation of like girl stuff. So there's like more men's hair, more men's obviously facial hair. Um and this would not solve that cuz if you did get character costumes, it would be a lot of dudes costumes. Isn't it um you get Sal- Yeah, but Calypso. she's she's barely a pirate. But Zoe Saldana's character from the first one is what Anna Maria maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Tia Dalma. Like, those would be cute, two good women's costumes. Well, I'm, she wears pirate, piratey costumes in the second one and the third one. Who, Keira Knightley? Mm-hmm. I know, but she's whiny. Miss Swan. Will, Will Turner. <laughs> that's, that's my least favorite part of all the movies. Is like when, they, when she first meets Will and his little kid, you know, they pull him out of the water. She's like, who are you? And he's just like, Will Turner. 
Like, no one introduces themselves first and last name. Um, Henson does. Well, yeah, that's true. And we tell him not to. <laughs> Don't tell strangers your names. Um, Just to, like, show my nerd for a minute, Pirates of the Caribbean, the first Pirates of the Caribbean, is the movie that I have seen more than any other movie in theaters. I saw it seven times. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I saw it the first I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it the day it came out on DVD. I, my friend went, my friend, I, I live in Indiana. My friend Brian was like, hey, come on down. I, my mom bought Pirates of the Caribbean. And I was like, sweet. So I walked down. He lived like two houses down. I watched it. I was like, oh my God, this movie is incredible. I said, let's go to my house. So we went to my house with the movie and everyone else was at my house. And we're like, hey, Pirates of the Caribbean, it's awesome. Let's watch it. So I watched it a second time. And then we went to a party. And when we got to the party, they, get, they were like, hey, we're watching Pirates of the Caribbean. And I was like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's awesome. I watched it like three times in one day. Oh, see, in our family, we love this so much. When we got it on Blu-ray, right away, my dad put it on, and we literally, when it got to the credits, it just restart, and we watched (laughs) it all day. And you could do your own thing, leave the house, come back, and it's like, oh, I I missed this part, and you can watch it again. (laughs) But it was literally on all day. We we just, we love that movie. I love that. How can you not like it? I don't get it. I definitely fell off of liking them as the franchise went on, but that first one was such a mind-blowing movie. The attention to detail, like the script writing, the acting, it was awesome. Yeah, Pirates, Pirates Life's not for everyone, I guess, but I guess it's a good thing for, for us, and we'll, we'll continue that. <laughs> speaking, Wise words. Speaking back on um, the cosmetics, I also thought which would be pretty sweet would be the figurehead, if you could have the Davy Jones ship figurehead, that those gnarly teeth coming out right on the mm. front there uh, of that ship. But I don't know if they would have that kind of crossover with the actual Tall Tale or not. But that would be awesome. That would be pretty sick. Oh, do you think we'd see a Mama Kraken? I don't know, because the Krakens in the Sea of Thieves look different than the Kraken in, that Davy Jones uses. That's true. But that's another. That's another thing I like about what we're going to be experiencing is like, it's not like, like they said in the, again, here I say, I just, I say, I say like, like a thousand times. <laughs> I need to, I need to start thinking about what I'm saying before I say it. It's as opposed to just getting excited and talking. You just get so excited. It's okay. Um, but Mike Chapman talked about how, Again, this isn't just like a one-off side quest kind of thing. Everything that happens with these characters pushes the story in the world of Sea of Thieves forward as well. So it's all it's all connected. See, and I think I think that right there is perfect. You know, and not to jump around in the podcast here, but we talk about retaining gamers and retaining players. And you talk about it; they had fun with these first five. You know, for their imagination to go, what could the next section of this be the next chapter of this book i think that's another way that it's just a good way to captivate and bring people in and and hold them there uh, to see what what is going to come next so um do we do we just wrap this episode on this topic or do does somebody have a tall tale to tell i was gonna say probably no tall tales this week i haven't thought of any because i've just been thinking about this (laughs) So I don't know if you guys have one, but for me, no. I'm, I'm saying no tall tale this week. I'm just excited to play next week. I'm I, just already ready for it to be Tuesday. We've got I'm so excited. 
What do we got? One week left, so we're at a, we're on a seven day countdown. Yeah, we can do it. We can make it seven days. I, I again, that's what makes me so excited. Is like it easily could have been like, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean crossover coming December. By the way, season three starts next week with the new bat, you know, plunder pass. You know, but no, it was all the same. Yeah, I, I the only tall tale I would have from playing would be doing my first Athena alone oh my god yeah oh, let's yeah. actually tell us about that okay we do have a tall tale this week everybody dark did his first athena let's hear about it solo athena let's in the hear roar it. in the roar guys call me katie perry because <laughs> you're gonna hear it so yeah gather around everyone we'll, we'll go for this week's tall tale uh I, you know what nobody was really on it was kind of getting late and and i was just chilling vibing on the sea and decided, you know what, I, I didn't see many emissaries out there, at least no reapers. So I said to myself, you know, I'm going to try, I'm going to try an Athena. I'm done with the merchants here. I'm going to do an Athena mission, see if I can pull it off myself. And I know nobody necessarily likes going to the roar dealing with those volcanoes. And, and that made it extra difficult with obviously volcanoes going off, trying to, you know, clean my ship, get everything on, on the islands. But uh, I went for it. And... Luckily, my islands were, were pretty close to, to each other. Um, I was able to, to get to them and, and do them all well. And, and uh, I had one trouble with, with killing the, the pirate skellies, or the, I'm sorry, the skelly captains. And the volcano kept going off on me. But I just plotted those, and, and I went on to, to other, other islands to complete and came back. And I finally, finally did it. My hands were shaking. I was going around, and I had just my last dig. And I noticed that there was one sloop off in the distance i saw the lights so i was scared i was i was hiding behind islands and i was going and all of a sudden we talked about it earlier in the podcast and i hear that that shriveling shriek come up on, onto the screen and the water started to turn black and i knew at that moment when i was looking at the, the last dig the last island straight ahead of me that i was getting krakened oh my god all this loot aboard, all eight of the objectives complete on the Athena run. And my last dig was literally not even a block away. I was right there and I get crackened. And I was just screaming inside. But as we talked about in the last episode, I didn't get discouraged. I, I, I went up. I, I made sure I went through my checklist and I, I raised sales and, and I went at it. And the scariest part is that I didn't load up for this necessarily. I, I didn't get, you know, I, I didn't go off to a bunch of islands, get 1055s. I was down on food because I was by myself, you know, trying to kill skelly captains and go, and go forward on this, getting thrown up by all the geysers. So I had about 20 cannonballs left. And I'm like, you're, you've got to be kidding me. Now, it's only a sloop cracking. So I had, I had the odds with me at least, but... I went off and I didn't miss my shots. I, I was careful and, and vigilant about it, and it went away. And I looked around for for a while, and and the kraken finally went away. You know, I, the baby went back to his mom, and I was looking around a, a little bit for the for the treasure to pop up. I'm like, you know, they usually get good treasure and get kraken meat. I'm like, no, no, no. The task at hand is Athena. You have to get it. <laughs> so I looked around, went up to the crow's nest. Nobody was around me. Got that dig right away. Luckily, it was on the edge of an island, and then I sailed right to uh, the outpost, and I turned it in. And it, it was such a such a great feeling uh, to do to to complete the Athena myself, and uh, it was it was a very rewarding experience. And I turned in. I had I think five Athena items, and the only thing that had to get me down was 
I was within a sliver of getting up to level six Athena. Uh. And I'm like, you're kidding me, game. After all this, you're, you're not going to let me get to that level six. But yeah, it's, it's you sent me that picture, and it's one of those things where it's like, if if there was a gust of wind, it would push that over the limit, <laughs> and it would have got you to six. It was, it was a pixel that it was on that it wasn't uh, forming over, but. That was my tall tale. It was it was a very rewarding experience, and and I felt really good about it. And um, you know who knows? Maybe it's Jack Sparrow and me just going out and, and seeking adventure. So it worked out. Yeah, we were we were sitting there. We were watching we were watching a show, and and you had sent the picture of the the chess, and I, I showed Case. I was like, he just he just I think he soloed the roar and and did an Athena. And I was like, no way. <laughs> and then the next day, this is my this is uh, my weekly boxy shout out. <laughs> I was getting ready to cook some dinner for everybody, and we put on his vod. And then I hear, uh, I just hear the message of like soloing Roar Athena, and I was like, I remember think I told Casey, I was like, Bill just soloed like uh, Athena and the Roar, and I like rewound it, and then I saw your name pop up, and I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> So proud. We were so proud. You got to get on the megaphone. I'm on the megaphone. You got to <laughs> shout it to the world. I mean, again, it was an incredible feeling. You know, you, you got to tell them. I know. Them. I know. I'm on the megaphone. So that's going to be it for this week, everybody. Um, let us know what you think. If you, if, you, if you listen to this before the update, let us know what you think is going to happen. What uh, Maybe some rewards or what you want to see, what you hope. We will be back next week talking about what we got right, you know, with uh, the few the few predictions that we had and our initial thoughts on it, which is going to, as of right now, I'm going to tell you all, we're going to talk about how much we love it. <laughs> it might be a two-parter then. Yeah. It's gonna, it might be. It might need to be. Episodes uh, three and four are going to be how much we, we love this crossover <laughs> update. All right, y'all. Until next time, I'm Last Call for Lunch. I'm Miss Lunch Lady. And I'm Darkest Warhawk. Bring me that horizon. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.